Hello and welcome to the 40th episode of Tailoring in Conversation. My name is Reza and in this series I'll be talking to tailors, business owners, cloth merchants and other industry participants from all around the globe to gain a better insight into their worlds. My guest for today is Zabolc Tohati. Zabolc is a lawyer and shirt maker based in Debrecen, Hungary. He's accompanied by his brother Istvan today, who's going to be our translator. And in our conversation, we're going to be talking about tailoring in Hungary, its history, shirt making, and much more. Let's begin. Sabi, uh, thank you both. Uh, Istvan, also as well, for being here with me today. I've, uh, I think the first time I saw your work was probably like uh, three or four years ago. And uh, you had a photo of a few details of the work that you had made. And I thought... I would really want to know how this man creates all these small, beautiful details. And so now I have the pleasure to speak to you both. Uh, how are you guys doing? Good. Yeah, I am fine, thank you. I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> okay, so, um, Sabi, one of the things that I would like to start our conversation with is um, I know very little about tailoring in Hungary. And... Um, I don't know the history. I don't know uh, what the current tailoring industry is looking like. And uh, I would like to start with just having a little bit more information about how it is to be a tailor um, in Hungary. Nagyon keveset tud arról, hogy Magyarországon mi a története a szabóságnak, meg hogy jelenleg hogy áll ez a szabóság helyzete Magyarországon, és hogy manapság milyen szabónak lenni Magyarországon. Régen ugye, királyság volt Magyarország is, és jóval nagyobb volt az országnak a területe, és akkoriban volt egy olyan polgári réteg, akinek meg volt erre az igénye, és akkor olyan szinten nem volt, mint Londonban, de Európán belül egy nagyon magas szintű, hírek szerint magas szintű volt a szakma, mondjuk így. Yeah. yeah, so in old times in Hungary, you know, Hungary was a kingdom, and you know, Hungary was way bigger than today, and during those times there was <coughs> There was a civil population in Hungary, which had uh, which had the money and mm -hmm. and the needs for these for these quality mm -hmm. uh, quality tailored clothes in Hungary. Most just providence name Ravanzoni or Moyaizati. So uh, Sabi wants to wants to uh, elaborate uh, mm -hmm. like uh, in uh, it not not too much details. Uh, how how it progressed in Hungary until today? Sure. Ez a szakmának a ugye az európai szintű léte, úgy, az körülbelül 1950-ig tartott. So uh, tailoring in Hungary, you know, in a, on a European standard, was until like uh, 1950. Mm -hmm. Megszűnt a királyság, és uh, mi egy kommunista ország lettünk. Mm -hmm. And after that, you know, the kingdom uh, ceased 
to exist. And then Hungary uh, became a communist country. Mm-hmm. Pedig, aki, uh, volt, azt, uh, vagy kényszerre, uh, vagy egyéb órokon, de uh, bevonták őket uh, a szövetkezetekbe, még uh, állami tulajdonban voltak. Uh, yeah, so after that, if somebody was a tailor in Hungary, uh, they they force them, you know, by by actual force or by other means to join to these, you know, these these joint mm-hmm. uh, joint communist operations. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a revolution against communism in 1956 in these uh, in these joint uh, communist uh, operations mm-hmm. and uh, but from that time it wasn't about bespoke but mm-hmm. no, it was mandate what uh, nagyon szűk rétegű aki kivételezett helyzetben voltak there was there was a small group uh, with with privileges well gondol györgy tavaly halt meg, 80-an éves volt, és őt még ismertem, és ő is ezek közé tartozott, ők a, a, a tiszteknek, meg a tetszőtöknek. György Gondon, he was very old, and he, uh, he died last year, and Sabi knew him personally, and and these privileged tailors uh, were making clothes for um, mm-hmm. for army officers and mm-hmm. uh, and the leading politicians. I see. A kilencen előtt jött egy engyűlés Magyarországban, és akkor sokan kimentek a szövetkezetekből, és magán tanulgattak. So after uh, 1990, mm-hmm. there was an ease. Uh, in these joint operations, and uh, there were tailors who who went uh, private. But unfortunately, uh, in those times, there were uh, in the population uh, there weren't uh, people who would need uh, mm-hmm. this level of clothing uh, like in London. Nem is voltak már meg akkor Magyarországon a kereskedések, akkor volt olyan szöveteket, vagy olyan kellékeket lehetett volna beszerezni, mint amit régen be tudtak szerezni. And during those times, like there were no shops either, where they could, you know, procure uh, tools uh, to make these, uh, these level clothing. Ezért legtöbben áttéltek a, a ragasztók. Uh, so uh, most of the tailors uh, turned to the 
fused technology. És gyakorlatilag papíron sok szabó van, de akik a szakmában benne van, So, on paper, uh, there are a lot of tailors, mm-hmm. but who are, you know, who are really um, uh, genuine tailors, mm-hmm. that's really good. And, and uh, uh, the master from whom uh, Sabi learns, műhelyben tanulta a szakmát, ami egy olyan az előző rendszerben, ami egy olyan kivételezett helyzetben volt, amiről beszéltünk. So, uh, this master, Paul uh, Sabi, he was learning uh, in this uh, previous communist system, in uh-huh. these, you know, these, in one of these uh, privileged groups. I see. And so, what, what sort of a country would you say influenced Hungary the most in uh, in the in the field of tailoring? Szerinted melyik ország melyik ország volt a legnagyobb hatással Magyarországra? Oh, so English tailoring is very popular in Hungary. So while az angol lenne az, ami kezdhet Magyarországon. Uh, uh, among the people, uh, mm-hmm. it's popular. Yeah, so uh, uh, that world is over. It was, it was during old times. Mm-hmm. It be uh, the English impressions, but today it's, it's, it's not. Okay, now. What would you say the current landscape is like? Are there many tailors in in Hungary, and is it easy to learn tailoring at the moment? If I would live there, uh, what sort of routes would I have to to learn the profession? But you must Magyarország van valaki akaratlanul szabónak, ez egy könnyű dolog, és hogy ez hogy tudjuk ilyenek a ilyenek az az iskolákban a, 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 szakképz, a, szakképz, a szakképzési rendszer azt tönkretették teljesen. Yeah, so, you know, uh, in tailoring, uh, school tuition is really degraded. Mm-hmm. Nincsenek már uh, olyan szakemberek, akik ezt meg tudják tanítani. Yeah, so there are uh, no genuine draftmen who could, could really teach this. Láttam. Mm-hmm yeah Sabi knows this because he was inside because you know he uh, he needed a paper that he is officially a tailor so mm-hmm. he actually needed to go through this system mm-hmm. and and he knows uh, what's going on Magánúton tanultam meg a mesteremtől. Yeah. So, so what he knows, uh, he actually learned uh, privately from, mm-hmm. uh, from the master. Meg uh, a mesteremen kívül pedig uh, mondjuk ilyen saját kínomon, ezt a kicsit fogod lefordítani? Yeah, uh, saját, saját kínomon rengeteg, rengeteg, rengeteg uh, 
másoknak a, a munkáit tanulmányozva, Yeah, and you know, besides learning from his master, it was trial and error. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at uh, looking at other people's work um, mm-hmm. on the internet and mm-hmm. trying to figure out how how it's done. Rendeltem a Angliából olyan használható kereskedésből ruhákat, amik a szegéről készültek. And he also ordered uh, clothes uh, from England, mm-hmm. uh, used clothes, which was made. On Sevillo. So he dismantled So in the old system in Hungary, there was you know these old, uh, old uh, books, mm-hmm. uh, and he uh, he bought uh, these old antique books, mm-hmm. and he was planning how to how to do this. Great. Mm-hmm. Now you you said that he needed a paper. Uh, what what sort of paper are we talking about? Is is this a paper you need from, for example? Um, the government so that you can have your own shop or what what sort of paper are we talking about yeah so it's a it's a government requirement to to uh, to go to the school and to earn the certificate again So actually there are two uh, requirement, legal requirements mm-hmm. uh, to operate in this field. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one thing is uh, somebody who makes it. Yeah. yeah, so the person who opens uh, the shop, uh, he needs to have a certificate mm-hmm. or the addressing. Yeah. Or uh, he has, he or she has an employee who has mm-hmm. a certificate. Yeah, but uh, Sabi wanted his own certificate, mm-hmm. so he 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 doesn't depend on somebody else to do this. Yes, that may, well that makes sense. So, so just to confirm, uh, the certificate is given by a tailoring school or some f- other external organization that uh, assesses whether you are or not a tailor. How does that work? So I saw you great for is a So basically this is a government finance school system mm-hmm. and this is where you can learn Certain type of uh, trades mm-hmm. and tailor is one of them. 
két, két, két éven keresztül, esti tagozaton. So, Sabine Landis, for two years, you know, mm-hmm. doing school besides mm-hmm. work. Okay, okay. So, uh, last question about the, this topic, and then we'll move on to uh, Sabi's own work. Um, who are the, on average, what type of people um, buy bespoke clothing, whether shirts or jackets, in in Hungary? Is it international clientele? Is it local clientele? And what sort of jobs are we looking at? Uh, uh, like uh, what kind of jobs do these people have? Yeah, in general, yes. So I most Sabi is in connection with people who in the in the trade in Budapest. So basically, these people are like wealthy entrepreneurs or doctors or lawyers. I and Sabi's clients are mainly uh, his uh, his uh, friends or his broader uh, acquaintances and family. I see. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for that. So, um, I interviewed um, um, Francis. And Francis is also a tailor. You may have seen his work on Instagram. He he is also a lawyer. And so, um, what I found interesting is um, how did you, as someone who studied law, get interested in tailoring enough to pursue it and go through the hardships to actually learn it? Because there are very two difficult professions. Yeah, uh, like he is, he's still in the, you know, he uh, he hasn't mastered it yet fully. When he was a child, he was learning to be a, a painter, an artist. Uh, he left that field for uh, whatever reasons. But, uh, but uh, he was always missing something from his life that was about, you know, 
uh, creating something with, with your own hand. Már gyakorló jogász voltam, és annak a szabónak voltam az ügyfele, aki jelenleg nekem most a mesterem. So he was already a, a practicing lawyer, when uh, Sabi was a customer of the master, that uh, after that he was teaching. Mm-hmm. Mindig velem tudott bővebben beszélgetni erről a szakmáról, érdekelt engem. And Sabi was already interested in, in this tailoring uh, field, and this master could always talk, uh, talk with Sabi, uh, you know, a lot about this. So I'm going to And before he had never had a, uh, had a apprentice. Egy idő után barátokká váltunk, nem sokat ügyfele voltam. And after a while, uh, from from customer, they And at one day, uh, Sabi was asking him that, uh, uh, would you train me to be a tailor? And, and he said yes. Okay. Now, if I would switch the other way around, how did you get interested in law? Because that requires a particular personality and you seem to have artistic traits whereas I can understand perhaps there is some art in in being a good lawyer but it, it is something that is a lot more restricted than art itself so how did you go thou, uh, down that route? De mégis a jogi pályára mentél, ami egy eléggé, egy eléggé szabályokkal Ezen meg nagyon, nagyon szerettem a történelmet, és ami arra épült, mondjuk így, egyetemi szak, azok közül nagyon volt a legfiatalékosabb. So he was, he always loved history in mm. school. And you know, if you if you like uh, history, and you want to do something with it to utilize it, like uh, law is the only profitable field that you can choose. If mm-hmm. you like history, if the if the országunkban általában aki történelmi oldalon szerette az általában, és általában de Because as far as we know, uh, the people who loves history or or literature, uh, usually they go to to law. Do do you feel, in some way, that you are writing history by being a lawyer? Yeah, so that's why, why you, as a lawyer, you guess what the alternative is. No, he doesn't. Okay, so so do you have your own tailoring shop, or is tailoring something you're you're doing on the side, um, um, but you would like to do full time? How how would you see yourself in balance to the profession as you have that you have as a lawyer and the profession that you have as a tailor? Yeah, I a 
és hogyan, hogyan tudod ezt kiegyensúlyozni a, a jogot és a szabadságot az életben? Kiegészítő vagy mellékes tevékenység. Én folytatom, mert nekem a, a jogi munkám az első. Like currently, the law is the law comes first, so tailoring is on the side. De mondjuk úgy, hogy nekem nem az a szabóság, nem melléktevékenység, hanem mégis szenvedélyem. Yeah. yeah, but you can see that uh, tailoring is not just a side activity, mm. but that's the actual uh, passion. I see, I see. So, I imagine that you're very, 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 very busy as a lawyer. How do you find the time to make something or practice or try out some ideas? And in general, how, do you, how much time do you spend for for the tailoring activities. Biztos a a jogi tevékenység biztosan nagyon sok időt elleti, és hogyan tudod ezt menedzselni, hogy nincs időt a szabóságra is, és úgy nagyjából mennyi időt vesz igénybe a szabóság rész. Szabóság része, hogy mennyi időt vesz igénybe, az meghatározhatatlan. You can't really Uh, define how much time does it take uh, mm-hmm. the tailoring part. Basically, uh, whatever time he has uh, apart from uh, law, mm-hmm. he does during like all, all, uh, all his all his time that he, he can. Nincs fix időz kötve, az hogy egy oldalra ennyi időt kell elkészülnie, vagy, 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 vagy hány próba után kell elkészülnie. Uh, there, is, there, is no, there, is, there isn't a fixed range. Like, mm-hmm. uh, how much time uh, he has to spend to make a certain mm-hmm. uh, uh, piece of clothes, mm-hmm. or, or how much um, uh, fitting uh, appointments you need. Mm-hmm. So, nem látom jónak, akkor, akkor addig próbáljuk, amíg jó nem lesz. So, uh, if, he, if he sees uh, errors, mm-hmm. uh, uh, or, or any, any kind of uh, divergences, uh, he makes uh, as many appointments as it needs to correct them. Mm-hmm. Jelenleg inkább a szenvedély viszi ezt az egészet előrébb. Uh, so currently the The main motivation is his passion. Igazából az árképzés az nem tükrezi azt, hogy milyen sok munkon Yeah, so pricing, uh, since it's a passion, it's a num- mm-hmm. number one, it's a passion, so mm-hmm. pricing uh, isn't set uh, by the time that it's spent. Jelenleg. Uh, but in the future, uh, there will be adjustments. De én ezt egy mindenes darabot, egy műretésnek tekintek. Yeah, uh, but he considers every order, you know, every piece of 
the, of clothes is it's a it's a, a quest. Then, I mean, mean, yeah, because because he always learns something. Mm -hmm. If you have very little time, and I, I, tailoring is not something one can do in like two minutes and then get over with. It usually requires at least a few hours, sometimes a full day, most of the time. If you if you do have limited time, how do you make sure that you make the best use of that time, so that it doesn't go to waste by you know bad preparation perhaps or some unexpected uh, thing that happens? Ugyan tudod az arra szánt időt a lehető legjobban használni, hogy, hogy ez a lehető legjobban teljen a szakúságnak. Nehéz kérdés. Yeah, it's a difficult question. <laughs> nem, nem tudok erre választani, mert, mert mint mondtam, amíg olcsot lehet ezzel foglalkozni. You can't really define it because uh, because you know whatever you are tiny has he just focuses on tailoring. De soha nem kapkodok semmivel, mivel a tapasztalatom szerint az még soha nem megy a tőle. Yeah, but the most important thing is that he always uh, takes his time. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't uh, lose control because mm -hmm. as far as far as he knows, uh, that's the that produces errors. Azt szoktam mondani, hogy aki tőlem akar ruhát, ha azt akarja, hogy jó sikerült, akkor So he always says to his clients that if you want clothes from Savi, then you need to expect weight. Okay, okay. Well, that's good. I mean, at, at least we know you're not rushing it with the limited time that you have. <clears throat> One thing I'm very curious about is every profession has a set of skills that one develops when you're kind of like involved in that profession all the time, 24-7. And sometimes there are different professions which doesn't which don't look like one another at all but they have certain skills that one can develop in each one of them that overlap what i would like to know what i'm very curious about is first what sort of skills have you developed as a lawyer that you could highlight and in what ways do you think those skills have helped you with tailoring in in whatever way tehát minden szakma különböző tehetséget vagy, vagy karakterisztikát követel meg. És szerinted mi az, amit te, mi az a tehetség vagy karakterisztika, ami segített neked, amiben a, a jog segített neked fejlődni, és mi az, amit ebből tudsz használni a szabóságban. Tehát mit tanított neked a jog, amit fel tudsz használni a szabóságban? Nem a Uh, he wouldn't uh, uh, start with uh, with law. Nem a gyerekkoromból, amikor testnevelésre készültem. 
it's rather the the painting what he was pursuing when he was a child. Because he had a teacher who dedicated uh, time uh, only uh, for Sabi. And um, this person developed uh, skills in Sabi mm-hmm. that now he can uh, he can use in tailoring. So if you want details, it's a precision, mm-hmm. the attention to details, mm-hmm. and so um, you know the, the uh, discovering the um, the ranges and the. Um, uh, and ratios. Mm-hmm. Proportions. Yeah, yeah, yes, proportions. I see, I see. So, <clears throat> do you, would you say that you approach tailoring more like an artist or like a technician? He wouldn't really say that uh, he, uh, he he makes tailoring on an artist level. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he pursues that one day he can actually say that he is an artist in tailoring. You know, you're being very modest. The work that you're producing, uh, I do think it definitely is on the artistic level. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> pleasure is mine. He is never satisfied. Csak az, az a sokszor megnyugvás, amikor látok mondjuk pályán lévő szabóknak a munkáját, tehát soha nem vagyok elégedett az, amit csinálok. De hogyha látok egyéb pályán lévőknek a yeah, so he is never satisfied, but uh, you know sometimes he sees, um, uh, you know, uh, products mm-hmm. from, uh, from practicing tailors, which mm-hmm. is you know, sometimes not the best, mm-hmm. and and those times you know he uh, he uh, he calms down a little bit that. Okay, maybe maybe he makes maybe he, he makes good enough. <laughs> yes, sometimes it does help to see bad work. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <clears throat> one thing I, I I'm wondering because um, 
I assume that the shirts that you make are all handmade and you spend a lot of time on them. But you also know at the same time that shirt making as, uh, as a technical endeavor and an industry is very sophisticated. So for example, every part of a shirt there is a machine for and in, uh, whether it's the, doing the color or the buttons or the sleeves, in the larger scale industries, all these things are all automatic. So, you know, you place a patch of fabric and the machine just makes a pocket in like two seconds. What sort of tools do you use? How many machines do you use? Do you just use one sewing machine or do you have special machines for certain parts? What sort of uh, workshop should I imagine? Ugye az ipar már teljesen automatizálva van, tehát a ruhákat inkább gépek készítik, amikor pokon egyszerűen összerakják, és azt tudni szeretném, hogy te használsz a gépeket, hány gépek használsz, mire használod őket, és hogy és hogy, hogy, hogy néz ki neked a, a, a műtermet, hogy milyen, milyen gépek találhatod a Igen, sokat segít a mesterem. Kinek van egy műhelye. So he, he gets help from his master, mm-hmm. who has a workshop. Mm-hmm. De nekem is van otthon egy külön dolgozószobám. But uh, at home, Sabi also has a room that is dedicated for tailoring. Mm-hmm. Nem tudom a különböző gépeknek a he doesn't really know the uh, the English phrases of the mm-hmm. of the certain machines. Mm-hmm. There is a simple sewing machine, mm-hmm. the brand new Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bought it uh, a few uh, years ago. That was in case it is from a For shirt making, mm-hmm. uh, there is uh, a machine that makes buttonholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the brand is Adler. Mm-hmm. And there are uh, other machines in the workshop for his master that he can use. Mm-hmm. And he has also a special uh, iron. Mm-hmm. And he has different uh, and for the iron iron has different uh, clappers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, many, many uh, smaller tools that this mm-hmm. uh, tree requires. Mm-hmm. And when, uh, when he makes uh, a suit, or, or, or trousers that need bigger space, then mm-hmm. he always goes to the, the workshop of, of mm-hmm. his master. 
Mm -hmm. I see, I see. So would you say that, uh, just for me to understand uh, your way of working, would you say that all the air, if you would make a collar on a shirt, would you say that all the areas around the collar of the shirt are made on the simple sewing machine or do you have a special machine that uh, does certain parts around the colors as well? I'm <coughs> Ez ami rajtam van, ez az arabasztás uh, So, currently, what Sabi is wearing, he made this shirt, mm -hmm. and it was made with a uh, uh, floating color. So, uh, on this one, only the button holes that were made with, uh, with, with the machine. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. 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 It's a it's a special a special machine for the button holes. Yes. And the the other parts of the shirt is um, is maybe the simple uh, sewing mm -hmm. Uh, and where the parts uh, are fitted together, it mm -hmm. was made with a single needle uh, French seam. I see. That is, that is so for, for that part, you don't need uh, a special machine. Correct, correct. Okay, okay. So, I was surprised that um, for some reason I thought you only made shirts, but I was surprised to see that you also make coats. Which one did you learn before the other? Did you learn them both at the same time, or were you making coats before you started to make shirts? When he started this trade uh, privately from his mm -hmm. uh, learning from his master, you know, he was getting familiar with uh, with a simple sewing machine. And during those times, he was wearing, you know, um, shirts from designer brands. Mm -hmm. And his favorite uh, shirts were Tom Ford. And the, um, and the seams on those shirts were very well made. Mm -hmm. And when he bought his first uh, sewing machine, and then his master said, if you if you can make a shirt that quality, like the Tom Ford one on the simple machine, 
then you will have no challenge with the with the other type of questions. Nem lesz kihívás a gépünkben, más There were no challenge with the, with the machines on other types of clothes. Úgyhogy amikor ez sikerült, tehát szépingeket voltam. So when he could make uh, uh, beautiful shirts with the sewing machine. Uh-huh. Uh, akkor utána jött az, hogy akkor a, a, a zakók, nadrágok, stb. And then uh, came the trousers, the coats, with, with, uh, with, uh, made by hand. Which one does he enjoy most to make? Uh, make. Okay, okay. Uh, do you tend to make more shirts than other garments in general? Yes, uh, mm-hmm. so strong. Yes, it's so a Okay, okay. Now, if if I would ask you, how do you see, or how would you compare shirt making as a profession separately, and coat making, so handcraft, bespoke tailoring as a profession separately, how would you compare the two? What, how do you look at them? Because you've done both, and shirt making is not easy. Although some people think it's easy, but it definitely isn't easy at all. So, what's your perspective on that? Az inkészítésnél ott ö, nagyobb technikai felkészültség kell a varrógépeszteletekhez. So to make shirts, you need more technical preparation mm-hmm. for, the, for the machines. Mm-hmm. De egyébként ö, ö, maradjunk az a kóknál. So this bat, speaking of coats, Méret, méretre, szépen megvarva, sokkal nehezebb egy zakot elkészíteni. So, to make a coat for a certain size, mm-hmm. making a coat is way more difficult than to make a shirt. Mm-hmm. And when you say technical preparation for, for shirt making, what sort of technical preparation uh, do you mean? So apart from making the button holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make everything with one sewing machine. Mm-hmm. So apart from the, the button holes, you need to prepare everything with one machine. 
Uh-huh. És, és ezért mindenhol egyenletesek, hogy szépek legyenek a varránsok, azért ügyesebbnek, meg, meg ügyesebbnek kellene jobban tartani. Szóval so még every theme equally, equally beautiful and well-made with a single machine, you need to be more resourceful and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and prepared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to, make, to make every different kind of scenes equally mm-hmm. uh, beautiful with a single machine. Yeah, okay, okay. So I have a question. This is just out of my own curiosity. When you're on the sewing machine and you're about to sew, let's say, very close to the edge of, a, of, of any part, do you use particular tools to guide the needle and the edge of the fabric so that you never deviate from your line? Or do you just have a lot of skills in controlling the fabric on the sewing machine? Because when I look at the stitching that you do on the sewing machine, it literally looks like a robot made it. And I, I mean that in a good sense. It's, it's extremely precise. And me being a tailor myself, I know how difficult it is to control something on the edge of the sewing machine because even if you do have the control, your sewing machine may not always be helpful because sewing machines sometimes, you know, they, they don't consistently move the fabric sometimes or the needle doesn't always go in the right place. Uh, just out of my curiosity. Amikor a bovarsz a gépet, és amikor a szövetnek a szélinget, és új vezeted a gépet, akkor használsz valami eszközt, vagy egyenesben tartsd a varrógépet, vagy pedig a kezedbe voltod meg, mert ő látta a munkáidat, és ő annyira, annyira precíz a varrásvezetés, mint hogyha egy robot csinálta volna, és hogy, hogy ezt, hogy tudod ezt kieszközni? Csak, csak az oldalvarrásnál, az van speciális talpad, de egyébként semmi. Csak az oldalvarrásoknál használunk egy, egy speciális varrótalpad. Uh, he uses only for the, uh, for the side uh, scenes, just mm-hmm. one certain uh, sewing sole. De egyébként mm-hmm. uh, but only the side parts, but, uh, but uh, no different parts, just that one. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Now, <clears throat> one thing that I would like to ask, and this is a very difficult question for some people to answer because it, it, it does require some thought, but uh, I'd like to know your perspective. This, the question is simple in, in, in being the question that it is, but I guess the answer is a bit more complicated. Why do you make things? What, how does making something help you to express yourself, and if it does help you to express yourself, what exactly are you expressing? Hogy ezt a tevékenységet, amit csinálnak, azt egy művész tevékenységet kell állítani. Um, you really can't say, because uh, 
uh, he doesn't really feel like that uh, this activity, what he does, is really an artistic activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, he doesn't really feel a deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. Szeretem, hogy legutóbb is mondta valaki, hogy tehát, hogy már csak az én indjeimnek a bajom oldani. But you know, it, uh, it's a really good feeling for him, when like one, one of his customers said that from now on he only, made, he, he only wears uh, shirts that Sabi makes and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Hogy, hogy, hogy az én készítésnek ez a része, illetve a szakmának a bizkóutésze. And he thinks that this part of making shirts mm-hmm. and the bespoke part of this, of this craft az, az a jövője, hogy mégis egy életérzést tegítsen. Uh, you know the, the purpose and the future of this craft mm-hmm. is to fulfill a lifestyle, certain kind of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Well, what I want to question further is if you wouldn't be a tailor or you wouldn't make shirts or you wouldn't make jackets, and I know that you have a background in painting, but also painting aside, if you wouldn't do these things, and earlier on you said something was missing, what would you do if you wouldn't be making things, objects, arts, artifacts? Mondhat, hogy érezted az életedben, hogy hiányzik valami, hogy csinálj valamit, és hogyha nem festenél, vagy, vagy, nem, vagy nem ruhákat készítenél, akkor, akkor mi az, hogy még szeretnénk, még tud szívesen csinálni? Hát, <tos> szintén egy kétkezi dolog, például a plastika is a bézet. Uh, he can uh, he can only think uh, another thing which you can uh, make with your hands is uh, plastic surgery. <laughs> okay, but plastic surgery you so 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 this is interesting because with plastic surgery you are still making something that has to be very precise. And is is that precision something that you like? De ez is egy olyan dolog, ahol nagyon aprólékosnak, precíznek kell lenned. Szóval ez a precizitás, ami neked ez mindig szükséges dolog? Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Would you say you're obsessed with perfection in, in aesthetics, let's say? Tehát, uh, hogy neked a... Uh, I'm sorry, like, can you repeat it? Sure. Uh, are you obsessed uh, with aesthetics being perfect? Visual uh, with, with visual yeah. things being perfect, yeah. That hogy megszállod vagy abban az értelemben, hogy ahol ahol a kinézet számít, hogy te tökéletesen kell lenni. Még is mondhatjuk egyik. Yeah, yes, you can say that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that does make sense because. 
you it's very difficult to be a good shirt maker if you're not obsessed with perfection although it is easier to be a tailor just a, like a coat maker if you aren't that much of a perfectionist he thinks differently. Tell me. Yeah, because uh, if you compare um, your workshop mm -hmm. and if you look at the, the coats and jackets in your workshop, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm uh, he's surprised that you say this because he considers you uh, one of the best tailors of uh, our times. And he thinks that the, the, the tailor workshop that you uh, work with, uh, mm -hmm. what he mentioned, at those at that workshop you definitely made like a perfect looking pieces of clothes like well thank you that's that's very that's very kind of you to say Mike Brown, Yeah, and uh, uh, the other uh, tailor who he mentioned worked mm -hmm. uh, at the same workshop that you did, mm -hmm. and his works, all his works are like uh, like perfect, flawless. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I cannot Sabi really likes how uh, how those clothes uh, fit and the, st the style those clothes. Uh, which were made by Michael Brown or the uh, the workshop that he worked with. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, you know, the reason why I said uh, that perfection is uh, important for shirt making more than for coat making is that with shirt making, you know, you don't have uh, the interlinings that are hidden. Uh, everything that you see is what you see. And so uh, the stitching becomes extremely important uh, once the fit is, you know, done right. Uh, it's really the stitching and the and the lines and the neatness of, of, of the edges that really uh, matters, let's say. But with coat making, you know, you can get, a, get away with a lot of, well, bad work on the inside, you see. Uh, so that's the reason why I said it. Although I don't agree that there should be bad work on the inside. I said more yes, but we were as in Gekniel, but Amit Lats was one. 
de ugye a többi félerű darabnál ott vannak belül a belső rész, és ott, hogyha hibákat ejtesz, akkor az nincsen szem előtt, és azokat még meg tudod úszni, de nem ért azzal egyet, hogy ott hibákat szabadna hagyni, csak hogy azt mondja, hogy ez, ez így szokott történni. <coughs> Nyilván ez így van. Uh, yes, that's technically correct. Meg egy uh, ignél a utólag sok minden nem is lehet kijavítani. And with the shirt, uh, after uh, finishing the shirt, uh, there are certain things that you cannot fix. De függetlenül egy ignél az anyagi felelősség az jóval kisebb, mint egy uh, But with the shirt, the responsibility with the uh, with the fabric mm-hmm. is way way uh, less. <coughs> oh, no, the the responsibility with uh, with the finances mm-hmm. is, is lower than mm-hmm. with the, the with the coat. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's that's very true. So this is something I definitely would like to know your perspective on. You know, every every type of job, every career way requires some form of intelligence. Now, I, I, I don't mean that in a blurry way. What I mean is, for example, you may be a very smart person, but if if you don't have certain perspectives, maybe you can't become a banker, like a successful banker or a successful lawyer or a successful artist. My first question is, If I would if I would want to become a lawyer and I would ask you, I said, Sabi, uh, I want to become a lawyer. What sort of intelligence do you think I would need? What sort of things would I have to be good at naturally to become a lawyer? What would your answer be? And then follow up, my what what sort of intelligence do you think one requires for being a good tailor? Um, <clears throat> Mindenféle területen szükség van intelligenciára, hogy azt jól tud elvégezni, de viszont a különböző területek különböző képességeket igényelnek, különböző szintű intellektualitást igényelnek, mint mondjuk egy bankár, vagy egy orvos, és a többi, és a többi. És szerinted mekkora szintű intelligenciát igényel az, hogy valaki jó jogász legyen, és milyen szintű intelligenciára van szükség, milyen intellektuális képességekre van szükség, hogy valaki egy jó szabó legyen. Hát, a, szerintem, én véleményem szerint, in his opinion, egy, egy, egy kétkezi szakmához, mint például ez a ruhakészítés, So for, for, a, for a hand made craft, like tailoring, Mm-hmm. Az sokkal több alázatot igényel. Uh, for tailoring, you need a high level of uh, humility. Mm-hmm. Szerintem, akiben nincs alázat, abból nem is lesz egy jó kézműves. And if a person doesn't have a high level of humility, mm-hmm. then his opinion, he, they can never be a good craftsman. Még ezzel szemben, Akiben nincs alázat, attól függetlenül szerintem lehet, hogy ez jó jogász. But unlike uh, lawyers, mm-hmm. which a 
I think that if you don't have uh, humility, you can still be a good lawyer. Mm -hmm. That's a very interesting answer. And actually, there is a good example for this. Like right now, Sabi is making um, a shirt for, for a surgeon. And as this guy is his friend, uh, he can look into this uh, into this field. And this uh, surgeon said that making the clothes, the tailoring, is like equally difficult as surgery. Wow. Would you say that too much humility is, uh, let's see, how should I ask this question? Do you think that it's uh, problematic for a practicing lawyer to have too much humility? And I say that in the sense that, you know, if you are very humble, you're always thinking, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is something that there is better out there. I'm not certain. I can't be 100% sure. Uh, whereas sometimes I assume that when you are uh, dealing with some sort of a case, you do need to have some sort of a, you know, command over the project and over the over the trajectory of how everything is going. Uh, and I can imagine that being too humble when you are uh, doing something like that can get in the way. But is that a correct assumption? Would you say? Szerintem, hogyha alázatos vagy és szerény vagy, akkor ugye sokszor megkérdőjezed azt, hogy neked a munkád az tényleg ö, ö, elég jó-e, meg hibákból mentese. És szerinted, hogyha te ö, hogyha jobban dolgozol, akkor téged ez igazából hátráltatja, hogyha alázatos vagy és szerény vagy. Um, if you have humility and I have tapasztalat, hogy ha valami nem úgy sikerül, ahogy szerettem volna, akkor még elszántam, voltam is akkor végül sikerül. And if you are humble mm -hmm. and feel the flow, and uh, let's say that uh, you fail at something, mm -hmm. and if you are humble enough mm -hmm. uh, to admit your mistakes and mm -hmm. you to improve. Mm -hmm. Then, uh, then uh, you can get better on the field of law. So, so you, you actually need humbleness. I see. I see. Okay. Rengeteg mindent ugye én magam is elteztem ki, sok mindent nem volt itt a megtanulni. Ezért ez a jó. Sok a jó. Ez a jó. So in tailoring, uh, since you know there was no um, direct connection mm -hmm. to uh, somebody else, mm -hmm. he, he needed to learn by trial and error and mm -hmm. by his own mistakes. Mm -hmm. Uh, he made a lot of errors mm -hmm. uh, by himself, and after um, uh, uh, making these errors correct, mm -hmm. uh, humbleness and uh, humility 
made him better in this craft. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, well, on that note, what I would like to do is uh, I would like to do a speed round. So I've written a few things based on our conversation, and I would like to know in one word the first thing that comes up your mind when you're hearing the word. <coughs> Ő leírt magának pár új szót, és most fel fogja olvasni ezeket a szavakat, és arra kíváncsi, hogy neked azok a szavakról mi utolásul megteszednek. Okay. Alright, okay. So, tailoring in Hungary. A szabóság Magyarországon. The best. The best. The best, okay. The best. Old, old times. Oh, the past. Okay, okay, okay. I thought the best. <laughs> the, past. Like the past. Okay. okay. <laughs> sure. Okay, okay. Tailoring in communism, under communism. Shallowness. Okay. Most influential person for you. His master, because you know what he sees in the field of tailoring, his experiences, he can say that master is actually the best tailor right now in Hungary, and and he is really honored to learn under his guidance. Okay. Okay. Um, tailoring books. Editing. Editing. Why did we say editing? Oh, so not not uh, actually not editing, but uh, pattern making. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, pattern making because those parts in these books were the most uh, intriguing parts mm -hmm. of the book. I see. Okay, okay. Um, art. Painting. Painting. Um, favorite painter? Ah, uh, Kedvenc Pestőr. Benzulva. Gyula Benzul. Law. Jog. Bíróság. Court. Time. Idő. <laughs> <laughs> he just cannot say. 
Okay, okay. So, the most difficult thing in tailoring. A legnehezebb dolog a szabóságban. Better making and, and fitting. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Most, well, let's say three most important skills to have in life. A három legkomposabb tulajdonság, amit mi az életben szükséges. Kitartás, perseverance, kitottság, openness, Uh, this is the two strong traits that you mm-hmm. okay. okay. to tell uh, uh, to add one like like equal to this level these mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Competition. Version. It's um, it's not um, it's nothing actually because currently it's not a factor in his uh, in what he does. Competition mm-hmm. is not there. Okay, okay. Favorite historical figure. Oh, Kelvin's too. I think I'm sending him. Who is that? He is Janos Hunyadi. He is not related uh, to tailoring in any way. Mm-hmm. He was a figure in, in Hungarian uh, history mm-hmm. and he was, he was a big figure. What? Uh, arguably, he was the the greatest uh, uh, warrior mm-hmm. of the history of the Hungarian kingdom. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. I will look that up. Okay. So then, last but, last but not least, Savolj Tohati. Precision. Precision. Great stuff. Well, thank you both for this conversation. I enjoyed it immensely and uh, I look forward to speak to you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that was Sabolj. I hope you all enjoyed the conversation. 
If you'd like to see more of Sabolch, you can follow the links to his Instagram in the description of this video. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions you'd like to ask, please let us know, and we sure hope to see you again in the next episode. Until then, bye-bye.